Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Carl, great to have you. Thank you. Great to be here. Carl wrote the theme song, and not only that, halfway through, he just promoted his Twitter account. Yeah, it's a plug. It's a plug, yeah. I asked you to do that because I'm not paying you for that song. <laughs> That's the I got to get something out of it. We are known uh, in the universe as our by our acronym L. W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Subscribe and like our YouTube page. And you can see the movies we watch with the audio on top of it. And we also can be found on Twitter with L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We could be found on YouTube. No, on uh, Facebook, the other one. Uh, We're on iTunes. Our feed is currently uh, suspended. It will be back shortly. In the meanwhile, you can hear our new episodes either uh, through the YouTube channel or our archive page. Every episode is posted on mutinyradio.fm. Go to the podcast archive, and then we are known by our acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, and it's by date. So if you miss any episodes that didn't post via your uh, pod, you can just listen to it on the webpage. So we're we're still out there, man. Yeah. And uh, if you are listening, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're probably seeing a great collection of flyers for shows that nobody showed up to four years ago and more views. (laughs) You probably have more views than audience member. No, that's right. I can't can't (laughs) run away from my past. Carl, what movie are we watching today? We are watching Electric Dreams, 1984. (gasps) Electric Dreams, that is what you will put in your YouTube search engine, Electric Dreams, 1984. And we recommend... The publisher, music fan, 22,222. So go find music fan, 22,222. There's no comment in that. And what we'll do is we will uh, click the link, hit pause, push it back to 000. And buffer. And let it buffer, let it suffer. And then at the same time, we will press play and start the show. And what better way to start the show than with our countdown king himself, the maestro of descending numerals, uh, host of Edge of His Sanity, which streams live right before us. If you want to make an afternoon of it, you can listen to MutinyRadio.fm for great shows. Some of them are there. And uh, Paul, hi. Hey, what's happening, team? We're doing great. Carl, How are you doing? Carl and Mike, what's going on, guys? We have a live well, Paul in the audience in the studio today. It's a live one. Woohoo! That's what I'm talking about. All right, guys, you know the drill. Get your finger hovering over that little triangle, and let's do it in three, two, one, go. Launched. There we go. And this is a. Uh, I love this movie. I love this movie, and it has a it's great a soundtrack. Film. Yeah, it's a good film. 
and listen and to it. You have the computer the blues. blues song. Yeah, which is on the soundtrack. And then state of the art graphics. State of the art circa 1984. Yeah. This was a very topical movie. It came out, you know, exactly when computers came. I mean, they capitalized. Personal computers. That was back with TRS uh, 80. Uh-huh. William Shatner, a computer for under four thousand dollars? Yes. <laughs> Money was worth more. Electric before. Oh yeah, it was a lot. I mean, you could buy yourself a uh, video game machine or. I had a TSR TRS eighty. TSR eighty, you had that one. That was a Tandy, right? Yeah. I have one of those on sale on eBay right now. Uh huh. All right. Uh huh. Good luck with that. Those were good because they had kilobytes and kilobytes of space. Oh, look at this. This is where you're getting a, a ticket. You just press the button, SFO. Yeah, the first thing I want to say about this film is this was not a reality in 1984. There was not a machine that looked like that. They didn't have a there button that said SFO where you could just buy your ticket that way? Right. Yeah. And this is pre-9-11. It's LAX, by the way. It looks like LAX. It's not? It is. It is, but it's a fake LAX uh, made in Twickham Studios in England. Oh, all right. I take that back. It looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy now the director is showing us like the world is electronic now there's all these gadgets oh yeah it's all electric why is it not electronic oh i remember these machines mm-hmm. the oh yeah the mattel sports one remember the watch with the computer uh with the uh calculator yeah oh yeah how else was i able to figure out seven times six <laughs> in the middle of the test Oh, yeah. Speak what are you doing? Uh, scabies, scratching my wrist. Okay. I always remembered seven times six because it was seven times seven minus seven. All right. What's eight times seven? Oh, uh, eight times seven? I guess that would be 49 plus seven. That would be eight <laughs> times eight minus eight. <laughs> We're missing a funny joke. Okay. This woman's asking him all these questions and he's answering. And then we find out she's listening to a Learn English tape. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, there's the headphones. <laughs> now, this guy, he's in Twin Peaks. He That's like, right. Yeah. Oh, hey, Transamerica building. Yeah, we're yeah. obviously in San Francisco. Yeah, well, it's not Seattle. Okay, now, here's the boss, and they're in the middle of a conference, and he's late. So, obviously, the movie's setting us up that he has a chronic lateness problem. Oh, yeah. Look at this conference room from the 80s. If this was a startup now, it would be like a separate glass case. Yep. Yeah. With pictures of the CEO and a framed. Named after a porn star or a Star Wars reference. I'll meet yep, you at the yep. Cantina conference room. I'll meet you in Tatooine in 10 minutes. All right, everyone at the Sasha Gray Conference Center. <laughs> Sasha Cohen. Oh, I was thinking of Sasha Gray, the porn star. Okay, so I would know. I, I, I don't know the She name played of herself it. in Entourage. Surely you remember what happened when Adrian started partying with her. Oh. <laughs> she got super horny. and um, So now the boss is saying, like, he's explaining that he was in Los Angeles because he's working on this. He's an architect, and he was working on this earthquake-proof architectural design. So the guy's like, that's great, but more importantly, it's punctuality. Uh, pardon me as I move over to the other mic. So he's not a coder, huh? He's an architect. He's building uh, bricks. That's right. As a matter of fact, right now he's resisting computers. His friend's saying, you got to get yourself one of these, PDA. You'll never be late again. Uh, I, I can't stand PDAs, especially on the bus. It's just like, get a room. <laughs> P, P, 
Oh, what is the... Public display of... His, uh, uh, section? Uh, I didn't know a PDA. I didn't know it had its, it's own a, name. My jokes are a lot funnier once I explain them to you. Mm-hmm. I like a PDA because I appreciate a public service announcement. Oh, is that your... I don't even know what the impression that is. So this is the camera from the... No the computer camera. camera from security camera. They're right. everywhere, moles. Miles, don't get to that joke yet. I can't this I've seen this Miles. movie I've seen this movie so many times I can't call the guy Miles. Yeah. He's moles. Uh, so now he's doing some more video. Computer. His name is uh, Lenny von Do- Dolan. And, he, and you're right, he was the He was the, he was he was Laura Palmer's confidant in uh Twin Peaks. He held the diary. Yeah, he was Aragorn. He was in the movie. He was one of the few TV uh, characters that pop up in Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me. He's been in some. Th- I mean, he was in Tender Mercies with Robert Duvall, and yeah. So right now he's like, I want a PDA, and they're like, We're out, but you can get something better. It's an actual computer, and he goes, I, I, uh, okay. <laughs> then that's how you get hooked. <laughs> oh, Lots one. of TV. This guy was on. Yeah, what's it say? Computer books. In the background? Computer, oh, computer works. works, yeah. And they're going to make a joke on Apple. They call it like Pine Phone Computers or something. She's going to drop it now. Let's find out what it says. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, Pine Cone. It's supposed to be an Apple joke. I don't know. Is that funny? Oh, because they both are on trees. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. Pine. Now, apple, he, now pine he lives cone. in San Francisco in 1984. This fucking yeah. apartment. Jesus Christ. Oh, you got to take the plastic off the laptop, uh, the keyboard. I remember that. <laughs> that, you that by the way, the internet says, you know, that was a terminal keyboard, not a P- PC keyboard. Is that a big deal? Uh, you know, a lot of there's a lot of liberties taken in this movie. So, yeah, I mean, it's not a home computer keyboard, maybe. Now, right now, we are not in San Francisco. We're in uh, London, England. We're at oh. Twickham Film Studios. Where the Beatles did Let It Be. Oh. Who you so Beatles, this- shut the fuck up, get off the roof and go to sleep. I'm trying We're to... filming f- down here. Here's your joke. Hey, Moles. That's not my name. You did a typo. Hello, like Moles. In, um, idiocracy. Oh, right. He goes, oh, no, no, I'm not, not. No, no, I just, I'm not sure, sure. Yeah, what a ripoff. Oh, yeah, this is how computers work. Do you want to hook up the coffee maker? Fuck yeah. Yeah, so this is all fake, and no computer in 84 could run your coffee maker? smart home. like the, Right. Oh, look at that. It's demonstrating how a coffee maker works. Now, you say they got it all wrong, but in the future, we have smart home, and it does do your door locks and cameras and coffee makers. Well, it's important if you have a video camera outside your uh, security window is to post videos of uh, FedEx people rough-handing your boxes and then put, make it viral. <laughs> wow, look Call at up that. the company. So he's, all right, so he's changing everything, switching out. How big is this apartment? Ooh, electric blender, Kool-Aid man on the TV set. Yeah, except it wasn't Kool-Aid man. It was the guy in um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, uh, Ur. Oh, it was Ur, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's early as the parents. <laughs> you know what's oh, worse? Oh, Ur, you're priceless. It, the worst is uh, not the Kool-Aid man breaking into a wall into your house. It's the uh, Jonestown Flavor Aid guy 
who shows up. Oh, yeah, drink oh, this. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I don't want to drink it. See, look how it's all smart home. No computer did that in 84. They didn't show a giant graphic of a light bulb to indicate light? Right. I don't even... The guy who wrote this really didn't know computers. He just knew, like, things people said, so he made all this up. It's and... a fairy tale. I mean, I, as much as I love this movie, I would classify it as a bad as an example of a bad movie who's only a bad movie because of fate, because the way mm-hmm. the world works and the way things turn out, that it just doesn't exist anywhere. Oh, look at that. Now we're in San Francisco. Yeah. Big ass We are on box. Mason Street. It's uh, 1115-1117 Mason Street. Okay, so that's probably like, I'm guessing downtown North Beach, Knob Hilly. It looks Knob Hilly to me. Yep, now we're in Twickham. Yeah, and this does not look like a... Computer. And he's having his first problem ever with the computer. computer. Open the door. Yeah. Computer, take auto fellatio device off penis. Computer. <laughs> vacuuming. Computer. <laughs> no, not vacuuming. Don't. Sucking. Are you mad, moles? I lost a ball today because of you. Now, is he talking at the computer? No, no. He's just a dumb computer. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is until, like, magic happens that it starts going crazy. Right. Oh, yeah. If this was movie was made today, they would have a much better explanation. Champagne cannot make you self-aware. So that's what happens. He, he accidentally pours champagne while the computer is using the Internet and uh, the modem downloading. Oh, there's Virginia. Now we meet Virginia Madsen. She's fantastic, and she was in a lot of shitty bad movies in the 80s, which... Well, she was in a few... No, you're totally right about that, but she did kick ass in Dune. Yeah. Same year. Same year. Well, she... she, If you ever uh, go to the avclub.com, they do uh, a feature called Random Roles, where they talk to actors about all their roles, and she talks very frankly about her experience on a movie called Class. And in fact, mm-hmm. they mention and they have it, they've interviewed other people from that movie with random roles. And they said the same thing, that it was just this horrible experience. And so she really oh. hated that. Uh, but so she was in Class, she was in this one, and she was in Hot to Trot with Bobcat Goldwaith and Dabney Coleman. Mm-hmm. So she's had her fair share of just like odd films, you know. Absolutely. And she is the uh, sister to Michael Manson. <laughs> what? Yeah, Michael Manson from Reservoir Dogs. Really? Yeah, the guy who cut the ear off. That's yeah, yeah. A, yeah. Now we've learned that she's a cellist. And it's her first day at her. That's why she moved to San Francisco. She got a job. At now the he's symphony. trying this earthquake stuff. That's an etcher picture, right? You want you to come to my house and check out my etcher? Yeah, here it's right upstairs. Take these stairs. You know, you go. Yeah, on you keep going. It takes forever. <laughs> Where it's, it's a little higher. Keep going. So he's using a uh, pad to draw. Well, it's another thing. He used a light pen. The guy who wrote this didn't know a thing about it. He just heard stuff. Right. And you know that did come to fruition in the early '90s. You could have a pad and use a pen and. Yeah. Oh, here's the um, one. Virginia, you said she hated that other film, but she loved this one. Uh, she, she says, I was very spoiled in that movie because it was a love fest, and I now believe that every movie should be like that. I had a mad crush, crazy crush on Lenny, 
God, we were so head over heels for each other, but nothing happened. At this point, I have to admit, I wanted it to happen. He's still one of my best friends. I think that's from the AV Club interview. Mm-hmm. I do, I do know that she owns the rights to this movie. I was going to get to that. Yeah. If you ever want to make a remake of this movie, she owns the rights to remake it. I don't know that she owns the rights to this movie, but she has the option to remake it, and nobody's interested. Well, I mean, there are possibilities. Well, you know, there was a movie called Her. Have you ever seen that one? Spike yep, Jones. Yep, and that's yep. where he falls in love with his Siri. Laptop. Yeah. I hate that movie. I don't Which like it. the voice of, uh, what's her name? Uh, <clears throat> Mrs. Sexy. Yeah. She's oh. in Avengers. What's her name? Oh, uh, Scarlo? Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarjo. It's her voice in that film. Okay, so now he's calling up with the modem because there was Uh-oh. no internet. You could just get an RJ45 connection over the phone line uh-huh. to another computer. And he is calling his boss's computer. Right. I don't Listen know to why, that. to download all the info. It's very modem. Unable to take get phone call for the next 14 hours. This is where I start calling Miles. Miles, God damn, his line's busy. Let me try again. Fuck, he's still on the phone. Downloading. So now we learn that they're guessing the password. Like, what would my boss's password be? Uh-huh. And somehow he knows it would be a fairy tale. So they start listing all these movies. Movies? That's actually the. Yeah, Cinderella. Oh, not so fast. You just got here. Pardon me. Rumpelstiltskin. And she can hear him. This is. Must be she a can hear apartment. him through the vent. And that will play in prominently to our plot. Oh, all right. So it's a good thing to introduce it now. So I want to be mad now. Okay. So let me be mad. Right? All right. Get on your okay. soapbox. First 10 minutes of any movie, you're supposed to learn about the movie, what's going to happen. And this movie wasted that opportunity because it said, I make an earthquake machine. We're never going to hear about that again. Remember he was doing the puzzle piece? Yeah. The last we're going to hear about. He was chronically late and he wanted to get a computer to fix his lateness. Uh-huh. We'll never see that boss again. We'll never hear about that being late stuff. Uh oh, there's an overload. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, overload, shit. so he's gonna put out the fire with. Huh? I love this music. This is the best way to to any computer problem. Just pour champagne on it. Right. Because once you're drunk, you don't care. Look at destructo porn. You've... Yeah, that's right. This movie's so old, there wasn't porn on the internet. No. Yeah, he got his magazine wet, too. Damn it. He has the magazine. Yeah, he got his Playboy wet. So that's... she's hearing all of this, and yeah. she's just like... What a creep. He's a crazy. Now, I mean, these houses, this is a Victorian. You can tell when they actually shoot in the exterior just the way the walls are and the way there's, mm-hmm. like, uh, revolving uh, opening doors and stuff like that. Like the wall will have like a uh, a line in the middle. So this is nice. Okay, now something weird has happened. The computer uh-huh. is on its own doing Miles' program with the earthquake stuff. He's trying to figure out that puzzle piece. Good, good computer. On his own. 
Uh-oh, but she's playing the cello at the same time. She and did. he can hear that because everything's mic'd up. This is one of their big songs. This is the duel she's playing, and then on the soundtrack yeah. they have this as well. She gets, he gets curious, what is that vibration? And he copies it, and she thinks it's Miles downstairs oh, playing sort of the... duetting with her. That's kind of creepy, your neighbor playing along. She likes it. Is it passive-aggressive? Like, you know, yeah, you could keep playing. I'll play along with you. Passive-aggressive. Wow. It is not, but it is creepy. Hey, Carl, check out this movie. <laughs> hey, Carl, check out the movie. Are you doing sound today? I'm playing it. Maybe We're I listening can... to it right now. Oh, maybe my headphones don't hear it. Oh, it's in the background. Hey, Carl, check out. I'm playing along with you. Oh, it's there. It's very quiet. All right. There it is. Yay! Hey, go to Jack in the Box. There's a special lawn sriracha, double bacon cheeseburgers for you. We're going to be sued by Mozart, by the way. Oh, uh, Mozart wrote this song? Fuck Mozart. Yeah. Am I right? If I'm not right... I don't know. It's the dumbest thing in front of... I have to check my Electric Dream soundtrack. Why is it not Electronic Dreams? Yeah, good point. Uh, oh, they're jamming. Why wasn't it Electronic Boogaloo? Oh, right, Electric Boogaloo. It should have been Electronic Boogaloo. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Uh, just to finish with Virginia, she yeah. was in Dune, Candyman, the number 23. You Candyman. mentioned Hot to Trot. She was in Sideways, the, the yeah, one. Yeah, right. One. She was in Prairie Home Companion, which stunk. Uh, stunk. Yeah. Enjoy. Oh, which I haven't and seen. She, that looks oh, crazy. Oh, I recommend it. It yeah. was fun. All right. And she's our Star Trek convention. She was on Star Trek Voyager. Excellent. And, and Miami Vice and Dawson's Creek and the practice and Frasier and Moonlighting and blah, 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 blah. Right, she was she's, in Frasier. That yeah. was a big one. But did she do a voice in Frasier or did she actually show up as a person? She showed up as a person. She did do voice work in... I didn't write them down because it was like, yeah, I don't know, silly little. I would definitely recommend looking for that interview. She's terrific in it and uh, talks yeah. pretty candidly about everything. The thing is, this movie could absolutely be applied to today now that we have AI, and I don't understand why. But when she said that, it was 2011, that interview. So maybe now somebody's interested in make, remaking this film. Hers is more about the guy falling in love with the computer, not the computer falling in love with somebody. The guy falls in... Right, yeah, her is about the guy falling... Well, they fell in love with each other at first, right? Right, but in this movie, the computer falls in love with her. Right. And in that movie, he falls in love with the computer, whether or not it gets... Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at this. They're rocking out. Hey, you know, as a as a 80s kid, I appreciate the throwing some electronic music over that classical stuff, showing the old guys what it's about with this new stuff called electronic music. The soundtrack is produced by Giorgio Moroder, and yeah. uh, it's sung that's, and uh, the lead singer from Human League, Philip Oakley. Exactly. So there's a lot of, like, he did a, you ever seen Metropolis, the German silent movie about a metropolis? 
If you mean the old black and white one, yeah. of course I have. So in the 80s, Giorgio Moroda reissued that movie, colorized it, and put his own soundtrack on it, including a Freddie Mercury mm. song. So he was involved in movies in, like, in a big way at this time. Yeah. Uh, Phil Oakley, right? Phil That's Oakley, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they wrote the song together in Electric Dreams, and Phil Oakley did this pun thing. I'd been for miles and miles because of the lead character's name, and nobody got it. Nobody picked up on it. You mean moles and moles. The moles and moles away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so I'm obsessed. Although you're miles and miles away. I have an obsession about movies that have supermarket scenes, especially if they're from the 80s. I always like look at what, what was being eaten and consumed at the time. Yeah, we're not going to get too much great product here. You see how they're blurry in the back? Yeah, but everything is lit. I mean, like, how do you shop 30 years ago? You know what I mean? Like, I'm always, like, looking at it. It's like, oh, we have to have a big pile of cans in the background and everything. Those were Nilla wafers, but a knockoff brand. Uh, Filla wafers. Nilla wafers. I'll get that for you because I'm a man figure, so I'm tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's... Pretty much as tall as he is. That's what I heard. That's like your music. He, yeah, he's denying that he made the music, or he's not really denying it. He's just really. She likes it, so he keeps quiet. It's like a Costco. It's huge. See, see it said thirty-four cents for that box of mac and cheese. Wow, uh, that's a good deal. That's I pay a dollar Oh, I still buy the 33 cent mac and cheese. <laughs> it's not good. That's some high end back then. You don't go to the dollar store to do your shopping? My mother. 34 cents? What the hell? What the fuck? Come on, man. What are we living in the 21st century? These prices are outrageous. I pay 28 cents for that at Acme. Nothing like having a dinner date after going shopping for food. <laughs> We're also uh, going to hear songs from Boy George. Yeah, it's on the soundtrack prominently. Eighty-four, man, he was branching out. Yep. Right now, I told you we weren't going to hear about his earthquake stuff, but right now, we, you know, we are. He's oh. he's now talking about like a cornerstone of the building be a puzzle piece. That way, it can tolerate shaking and not. Yeah, where were you during '89, you asshole? City could have used you <laughs> during, the, during the, the World Series. Uh, yeah, earthquake. yeah. What the fuck? Where's the Miles block? That's another thing that interests me about movies from San Francisco before the earthquake. If they show exterior shots, some of it's a lot different now. Yeah, because that's got, interesting. Yeah. G How do you say his name? Giorgio. Giorgio. Marauder. Giorgio what? Marauder. I guess the Marauder. Giorgio. Giorgio. He's going to be at the end. Pretending to be a record company executive. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, right. Because at uh, a radio station, Moles writes a song. No, Edgar writes a. The computer writes a song and then blasts it. Always yeah, we don't be learn forever. Edgar until the end, right? Together in electric dreams. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. I can't wait till the end. No, I mean out. Okay, when? How about tomorrow night? So they went to dinner and they. Where were the groceries? They went to this grocery guess, store. Yeah, they were melting in the car. <laughs> they have a car in the city? Asshole. Oh, she does. They must have a good she parking sure spot. Does. They're going to go to a drive-in movie. Oh, they do? Yeah, how did that happen? How does it, where is that from? In San Francisco. Well, there was Cow They're going to go to Alcatraz, for goodness sake. They, they were, there were drive-ins, but they were all like outside the city. 
I remember there was a couple. One showed uh, Harriet the Spy was was striptease, the Demi Moore movie, as a double feature. So it's not so far fetched that there's uh, no, drive-ins. No, they were drive-ins. Okay. They were like in South San Francisco, or they were uh, Daly City, or whatever. They were they were outside the city, but they they existed. So as you know, sometime soon I'll be heading your way, and Can't wait. I, so I went to a website about San Francisco, and one of the things it was like, we have bowling. I was like, San Francisco's one of the hippest places in the world. You want to tell me you have bowling? <laughs> This is the fast talking guy on the commercials. Remember him? Hey, so you yeah, want to go to Wendy's with right. the burgers, but the burgers are frozen. You can call me Sam or you can call me. Oh, it was FedEx, right? It was like, you got to get this package happily delivered. Right. Out. Yeah. Also, it's really so nice to have I think a, it's learning how to talk now, right? Uh. Or. Whoa. Uh, Glenny. So, what's up with the electric blender? I mean, it blended the food that was in the blender in the morning. So, did he leave it overnight? Right. It was just sitting out. Yeah, I, I'm going to have yeah. <laughs> milk. Is it learning how to talk right now? It's copying the barking, isn't it? Yeah, right. Oh, the sound effects outside. Uh, now it's going to learn. It's going to start copying sounds in its environment. And from that, it'll learn to talk. How cute is that? That's pretty cute. Here comes the Oh, here comes the barky dog. Bad dog. He gets super curious, and I wonder how the director made him. Well, you know, the good news is uh, this dog is cute, but the bad news is he's John Wick's dog. (laughs) Oh, he's not long for this world. Huh? Uh -huh. What What a place he let stray dogs in. Oh, no. Maybe just someone was on the other side going, come here, come here. Now he's going to pour champagne on it. So the thing barks so many barks, it scared him away. Now, when Madeline hears that, he goes, no, I don't have a dog. Like, I don't understand why he's not, why he's hiding the computer. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like computers. Maybe he's embarrassed. Oh, let's see, local TV. It's more like he doesn't want him to know, her to know that he's having some crazy problem. So he hides it. It, it turns into a whole plot point, as you know. He thinks he's hearing the dogs. He grabs the baseball bat. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's what you need to do with dogs. Wild dogs in your house, you get bonk them on the head. Did you ever hear of Home Alone 3? Yeah. Yeah. This guy was one of the villains. That was a TV movie. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. No, wait a minute. No, I take it back. I think it was theatrically released. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of... No, Home Alone 3 he was in. Home Alone 4? Or... It was one without any original. Yeah, that was the third one. Yeah, terrible. Have you seen it? I saw it with my kids because they were kids. Did I don't they, remember it. Were they like, where's the wet bandits? I was hoping for the wet bandits. <laughs> uh, Lenny no, Sh- there's a sticky bandit. No, the wet bandits. They keep the the, yeah. the faucets running. Yeah, be, I remember at the end they're like, "Now we know every house you hit." Yeah, <laughs> Marv, you idiot. Uh, he, Marv was really into it. Oh my god, this guy's a tweak, a twink. No hair on him. <laughs> Where's his hair? Uh, he's just young. Yeah. Oh, okay. Listen, I was young and I was pretty fucking hairy. <laughs> well, he comes from good stock. Uh, yeah, I guess so. The Lenny Vons. 
So now he's hiding the computer so that she doesn't see that he has some sort of problem. I don't know. And he yeah, lies yeah, about nothing. the dog. Uh, I don't it, get it. It's the echo in this building. There's a lot of echo. You say so. Uh-huh. You're the expert. That's right. <laughs> When's the furniture arrive? Oh, I like to keep it neat. So how long have well, you been at Twickham Film Studios? So uh, I'm just going to continue talking to you while you're in the towel, okay? <laughs> Yeah, right? She's like, were you taking a bath? And she walks right in. Right. Oh, there we go. She, she's now given him concert tickets for her concert tonight. That's a, you and know. afterwards, yeah. come see me at backstage. Those tickets are expensive, Carl. They're like a dollar. <laughs> it's like three boxes of mac and cheese. Whoa. You could have dinner for a week. Dollar twelve. Dollar. You can meet the people after. Yeah. Oh, this computer's getting come now up. You and... see in the back there, in the back right, that's Bill. I guess we didn't see him. No. You'll know him from Greece too. Oh, is it Holden? Holden Caulfield? Whatever the guy's name is. It's, it's his brother, Maxwell. Maxwell, right, right, right. Well, no, it was, uh, I think, I forgot the guy's name, the British guy who did the John Travolta bit. In Greece, too, but he had a weird name like um, that. That's this guy. That's this guy. Oh. He's Maxwell not... Caulfield. Maxwell Caulfield, he, he right. He was opposite uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. Oh, so now, he's... he was in a lot of movies that I didn't write down because you never heard of him. You never heard well, of him. Well, he did a lot of, like, Showtime, rated R, sexual uh, thrillers. Uh-huh. You know. He wasn't the man who knew too little. Oh. And I love that film. Yeah, that joke doesn't get tired, huh? Oh. What? Oh, this must be part of that interactive theater performance about a spy. Yes. Oh, I'm going to... Oh, yeah. I, right. I got to bend over and tie my shoe. Bazooka goes by him. Yeah, they you really missed. Did, uh, He's much smarter than we thought. the whole film. He's much smarter than we thought. Huh? Yeah. He didn't have any identification. Of course not. This man is a professional. Have you ever seen The Man with One Red Shoe? Tom Hanks around this time? No. Same premise. And then there's the stupids, the John Landis movie with Tom Arnold. They're just so stupid, they're completely oblivious about, like, they're... Oh, you mean how many times we're going to do that old joke? Gotcha. Yeah. A million. Yeah. He's just too smart for us. Okay, so... So the computer is listening somehow wirelessly through his jacket. Again, the guy who wrote this <laughs> nothing about computers. That's impossible in 84. And it's singing along with the orchestra. And everybody's like, what is that? He's the first San Francisco jerk <laughs> to, to have his phone. Yeah, it's not like a, a ringtone. And he sat next to the grouchiest old lady. Oh, good. This is a beautiful um, symphony hall. In the Orville. Is that a... Oh, yeah, that's a thing. He wanted to be a jockey when he was a child, but then he got tall. And they're like, sorry, kid. Yeah, only short people. He did. What, uh, he looks like... You ever see Police Academy when Gutenberg left? No. And they had a, a Gutenberg replacement? And uh, No, like most normal people. I saw the first one. Uh-huh. And then yeah. you join the force. <laughs> no, and then I, every now and again I would bump into one, number eight or whatever. Oh, Mission to Moscow? 
<laughs> How now, long did they get that joke? So Steve Gutenberg now he's like, outstayed yeah. his welcome. He, he was in the first four. And then the fifth, they had a guy who looked like him, who actually is an actor who showed up in Silicon Valley as a lawyer. He's like their disgraced lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I get him and Lenny mixed up. Uh, that sounds like um, uh, moving violations. He wasn't, yeah. They had a Bill Murray lookalike. Yeah, right. Toby. Toby Murray. Stefan Murray. He's going to flush so his he thing. flushes under... it. Yeah, and somehow on the other end, the computer knows he's in the water, so he does bubbles. It's weird. Oh, yeah. Psst. Now the computer gets to listen to the toilet. Okay, so here we are backstage, yeah. and now we're going to get awkward relationship stuff. Moles. It's fucking Miles. Moles. It's Miles. It was a typo. So this is Miles without his glasses. Right. Yeah. Looks fucking blind as a bat. Good oh, there's Grouchy. Oh, yeah. Now we'll meet Grease 2 guy who's like, oh, look, he kisses the neck. Oh, he doesn't know. Moles does not like that. Yeah, it's kind of creepy to begin with. Oh, hi, I'm your conceited competition. Your music. Madeline mentioned it. She has. It's brilliant. She's exaggerating. But I'd really like to hear it. Um, oh, I don't think so. It's, uh... Oh, it's just a fucking computer. Oops. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's very personal. It's very personal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the director does something good here. Uh, He says, would you like to come to us with the reception? He goes, no. And then Grease 2 guy starts going, okay, come on, Madeline's walking off. And Madeline's like, no, no, no. I'm going to talk with Miles for a minute. See? Oh, yeah. That's nice. It's very good at directing. This director was a music. He did a lot of music videos. Steve Barron. Billy Jean. Ooh. Billy Uh, Jean. Steve Barron, yeah. He did uh, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. Oh, God, that video should just be buried in a time capsule, and then the time <laughs> capsule should be, the plot of Earth should be shipped to the Mars. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, he did one of the greatest videos ever, which is Take Me On by AHA, not wow. according to me, but according to the world. He made yeah. over 100 music videos. Well, I mean, he I know him as a director of Coneheads from the 90s. Yup. Yeah. 93. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I know my, yep. my Steve Barron. I get him and Russell. He did uh, oh. Adventures of Pinocchio in 96, which was oh, a remake. Oh, which is a torture. That's well, a he torture. did a bunch of stuff. He, he's, he's good. Oh, look, Happy Trails. This is the 80s when people watch the 50s on TV. Yeah, it was retro. Harpy Trails. Happy Trials. That's when you get sued. Happy Trials. And the computer's singing along. We haven't heard the computer's voice yet. Open up, goddammit, or break the door down! Stupid little... He's mad because he made him... He embarrassed him at the concert with the song. He's yelling at his computer. Right, and he's like, what am I doing? This is me oh, every day. To... Oh, he still hasn't talked yet. Oh, that's right, I'm sorry. Oh, I think it. he's going to learn how to talk right now. All right. I'll play the audio. No, no, no. He's... I'm going to okay. unplug so you. Just... Right. But what does it say? Don't. You'll <gasps> take away all his memory. So you have to reprogram him, which since he's sentient means he would kill him. Who designed this computer? 
It's a great computer, very smart, very sentient, but unless you unplug it. <laughs> Which Miles tries to do later, and he prevents him, remember? Shocks him? Yeah, I know. It's a fucked up thing. There's the computer parser waiting, cursor blinking. Okay, I think now he'll start to talk. And do you know the whose voice it is? Uh, Bert Court. Yeah, Bud, Bud Court. Bud Court. Bud Court, you're yeah. correct. Bud Court from Harold and Maude. Here's Harold. From Harold and Maude and from MASH. But from our show, he's from GASS. Which one? G-A-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S. GASS. That's right, the yeah. Robert picture. We, we saw that so long ago, 2017 or something. He directed a movie where it had like a young Sandra Bullock in it. I, I wish I could remember that film. I, I know him from the uncredited scene uh, from Heat. You ever see that Michael Mann movie with Val Kilmer? Yes. So uh, I think it's Val. It's, no, it's one of the convicts works at a burger joint. And he's about right. to get a call saying we're going to do this this heist, and he leaves. His boss yep. is Bud Court. That's right. He gets pissed at him. Yeah. He, or he gives him a lot of crap. And he's not credited. There's no credit for him in that. It's, yep. like, it's a total cameo. There's other films like that. Like, yeah, well, he, that's right. Heat in 1975, restaurant manager, yeah, uncredited. That's right. But also, he was in number 23, just like uh, Virginia oh, Manson. Oh, Virginia Manson. Huh? Reunion. Uncredited. Electric Dreams Reunion, I wasn't notified. I've seen the movie number 23. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. Also, Bud Court appears in this movie called Son of Hitler. He, he is Willie Hitler. I tried to find it on YouTube. It was only released in Germany, and the movie died. Huh. Um, all I found was like part one and part two, the first 10 minutes. It was interesting. Yeah, I thought it was a little gratuitous watching him being conceived. I didn't really have to watch to see that part. You are you joking? You never saw that film. Yeah, the Hitler's fucking, and he's like, I forgot a condom. <laughs> that was a little gratuitous. I didn't need to see Hitler fucking. He was in the Big Empty. He was in Coyote Ugly. But for you, he was in Theodore Rex. Oh yes, he was indeed. He was terrific at theater. It was great. They didn't use makeup on him either. He Let totally looked like a dinosaur. Okay. Nothing you did was. But I mean, you don't have a brain. What is an brain? What is an brain? I hate when that computer stutters like that. I am. What am I? Memory cells that, uh. Computer, what's the weather? Computer, Alexa, tell a Jimmy Fallon joke. You know. I, I really don't like those movies with the lazy writing in which, like, there's an alien from outer space and he speaks English and he knows everything. Or there's a computer and he understands culture and he's talking with you. And then you get to one word, like, what is this love you speak of? It's just unbelievable. He would know everything else. He but knows he, to say, come on, buddy. But he doesn't know what love is. Come on. Well, computers don't, don't, the aliens don't know what love is. Yeah, but they know the word. He's saying... You're getting me angry. That is funny. Ha, ha, ha. They'll, the computer will know everything except for the one keyword. I don't know, man. Computers, they don't know love. <laughs> Moles try. I mean, Edgar. Moles' <laughs> computer does. 
I also like. He was in Dogma. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wait, Dogma. Which? Oh yeah, the he Kevin was Smith God. movie. He was God. But he was in Arrested Development. Yup, as himself. Yeah. Well, you, do you remember that scene? They were going to celebrity court shows, so they had. Judge Judge Reinhold, and it was Judge Reinhold. <laughs> right. And then they, they had one where it was like uh, uh, Andrew Hung, who was at the time like a American Idol, like bad singer. So there was like Hung Court. And then finally uh-huh. they had a TV show called The Bud Court. <laughs> and it was, it he, was... Right now... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it was Bud Court hosting a court show. Right. He was... Um, right now, she is driving for miles. Yeah, she's driving for miles. He's in his passenger seat. That's great. <laughs> also, they have a car. That's pretty impressive in the city. Uh-huh. Well, it's 84. Does that matter? Yeah, there's no Uber. They'd probably be able to afford a parking spot. Gas was 45 cents a gallon. Yeah. A little box and a half of mac and cheese. <laughs> Listen, uh, this Steve Barron, the director, right? He would send his mother his videos. Like, do you like this one, Ma? So she was on the set of Yentl. She was doing continuity. Per- she was a continuity person. Uh-huh. And this guy, Rusty Lemorande or something, she says, look, here's a video of my son. And she, the guy takes a look and he goes, you know, I've got this film. I just wrote Electric Dreams. Maybe he could be the director. Oh. And then boom. In four days, they agreed to do it. That's the Yentl connection. Yeah. <laughs> Here they are, the driver. Do you think that nerd from that movie, uh, what was that movie we saw? The one where the kids are trying to get laid for the summer? Oh, yeah. Hot Moves. Hot Moves. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they go to a drive-in, and they're like, everyone's macking but us. Look, well, at least the nerd's not macking. And then, then this winds up, he was getting blown. Yeah, yeah. that's right. The, the woman arises. Yeah, of course. Like, comes out of his lap. Oh, damn it. He was getting off. Even the <laughs> nerd. Oh. Also, I love... So now we're seeing a comedy of awkward errors in which they... Uh... It is a cute movie in this respect. I don't think this kind of cuteness would be happening. You know, they wouldn't have, like, a meet cute at the drive-in. Oh, snag. Smooth move, Zach Lex. But she's so cool with everything, she even kisses him. And it's all because she fell in love with him because he made music with her. Oh, right, which is a big lie. He got all his uh, his moves from Stefan Urkel. <laughs> is, that, Our, uh, Ur- is that Urkel from TV? Yeah, but he had like an alter ego. who was like <laughs> the opposite of him. I love how I used to watch all my black and white movies in the drive-in in the 80s. You know, I'll go to the retro retrospective. Film is an important part of history. And that's why here at Tony's Drive-In, we show the finest 1940s black and white films. <laughs> We're discriminating 80s taste. Uh-oh, the computer's going to be listening. The computer, like our uh, Alexas and Hey Googles, are listening to us having sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's Is good. that the talker, the fast talker? No, that was, remember your first cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Hey, Love Connection. Yeah, Love Connection. Jesus, he Chuck Woolery looks super... It looks the same, kind of. Trans Am doesn't exist. PWA doesn't exist. Hummingbirds, they don't exist anymore. Those were bees in slow motion. Yeah, bees don't exist anymore. Oh, San Francisco. Look, no Salesforce tower. 
There we are, back on... See, they just park right outside. There's always parking. Mason Street, where parking is easy. Yeah, it must be Knob Hill, Russian Hill. I was just on Mason yesterday. Thanks, Sonny. Oh, look at that. He's typing himself. Fucking computers. Right. It's not like a player piano. The keyboard doesn't have to, like, clickety-clack with it. <laughs> Big hammer knocking out. Yeah, how did they do that? They had some guy under the table pushing keys. <laughs> they hired a ghost. Who, uh, the Invisible Man, ladies and gentlemen. Night. Oh, and have a good time. Yes, sir. Come on, woman. We'll so he just ordered Bud Court. Yes. To make up a song, and he's like, he gave him lyrics: hug and love and kiss. Oh, and so he's gonna write the song. My the fairy looks so cool he, in the eighties. Have you ever been on the San Francisco? Yeah. When you come over, we'll take the San Francisco Bay Ferries. I, I do not go that way, Mike. I, I talk to you about this. I appreciate the lifestyle. Look, we could I go to the... You don't want to go to the ferry building? Mike, look, I'll go there to like see it and I'll support you, but I just don't want to be... It's not the only one. There's a lot of ferries in San Francisco. I know that, Mike. We have them in the village. So here <laughs> we're now at Alcatraz. Yes. And... She's a badass. She's having them sneak off on their own. Isn't it true you cannot be? You you can't get in, right? Well, I mean, last time I was there was 1990, I think. So, I oh, mean, oh well, that was a misdemeanor. You had to, you had. Oh to yeah, sign. you can't really look. They locked themselves in. <laughs> help! Help! I didn't sign up for this. Fifty Shades of. They're what? having fun. They're having fun. In a prison. I think they have, like, charities where people can go, like, rich people can go and hang out in the cells. The prison was occupied. <laughs> Did you know that? No. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. In the 60s. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Dr. Pepper. Look at this. This is such an 80s movie. It's obsessed with television. I, I couldn't find out if there was product placement, if they made money from that. I just imagine Dr. they Pepper? must have. I don't think so. Yeah. I think they just kind of took it. I do like mm -hmm. this song that's on the soundtrack. Well, there's something on the radio. Do, 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 do. Now, this director, right? Yeah. He was scared that if people knew Bud Court, like, if they associated a person with a voice, to the computer, they would act like they're talking to a human instead of the computer. The actors, so not the audience. had to sit in a box. Whoa. Yes. And talk. And uh -huh. none of the actors went over to meet him because he wasn't what wearing pants. The boss said. It, no one went to meet him because he wasn't wearing pants in the box. <laughs> Pass. Oh, you know who did meet him, though? Boy George. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Is this Pier 39? Holy shit. Yeah. God, that's long. They have the double carousel. That thing's still around. This is uh, Pure 39 San Francisco arcade scenes, right? Yeah, this is where the arcade The arcade's no longer, but it's uh, the carousel still runs. They have a double carousel. So you can go on mm -hmm. top of the carousel and, and ride the horses on top. Interesting. I've seen some great entertainment there. The juggling guy. Boy, <laughs> really rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> kept kept insulting me. I volunteered and everything. Oh yeah. So uh, Boy George got the contract from MGM to do one of the songs because he was a big deal then, and he was a huge fan of Harold and Maude. 
So he went there and he got Bud Court's autograph. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's like, yeah, you know, I've done other films, asshole. <laughs> Didn't you see me in MASH? Oh, with talk, with, uh, you know, no, not the TV No, not one. the TV show. Oh, yeah, that's still on. You must make a lot of money off of residuals. You son of a bitch. Wow, look at that. Look how busy Pier 39 is. A bunch of people wearing suits. No fucking tourists and T-shirts. Yeah, see, there's that juggler. Uh, you see the Pinocchios? Yeah, is that symbolic? It was unclear if that was a nod to his movie, but I think that the movie... That, that movie, movie that came out, came out in the 90s? <laughs> yeah. So, he really loved it. Uh, just wanted to let you know. She's so charming. Groucho. Hey, who are you going to believe? Ringo's nose. Who are you going to believe, me or your lion eyes? That was a Chico line, but I still love it. Wow, you, ew, you kissed Groucho Marx. <laughs> yeah, your mustache tickles. Well, so hey. Flashdance had come out, and so MGM was like, we got to pay a lot of money for songs because... Well, I would even go further that like at the 80s, uh, soundtracks were so important when it comes to movies. Top Gun, mm. you can't you can't disassociate the movie with the soundtrack. So they were making money off the soundtrack. So the fact that they had Giorgio Moroder, who's already did film production, involved, they were, they cared more about the soundtrack, I think, when it comes to this movie. Yeah. And they had a hit. I mean, Electric Dreams was was a. I don't know. They changed the national anthem to Electric Dreams. A lot of people don't remember that. Uh oh, disc. Yeah. What is disc? What's a disc what in '84? So now they're going to play the song. Turn it on because he says, Darling, I love you to bits, and I want to see your tits. <laughs> He's like, No, no, cut, cut. That's see terrible. your breasts. Breasts. I love you more than the rest. And I want to see your breath. Much classier. Okay, that's a friend. So he's like, no, it's got to be slow, like love. And he goes, I don't know what love is. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, I don't. We know what he's going to say. It's got to be slow. Look at that like Batman angle. I don't yeah. know what love is. You never told me. And the words, you've got to understand them. I want to. Okay. Help me. Okay. All right, that's enough. I forget oh, really? How... You're... Well, I forget how airless this movie is. A kiss, you do with the mouth. Yeah, rewinding. Like Computer rewinding video cassette. Like that. Right, none of this is possible on a 1984 well, computer. No way. No way. None of it. I was lucky enough to play Zork 2 on that computer. And then you pucker up, touch lips. Lucky enough kiss. to play Pong. Next. Did you kiss Fuck him? this. I'm going to go hang out with my buddy Max Headroom. Also, you spelled tits wrong. How come you said they got everything wrong with the... Well, computers don't work this way. Uh, right. They went off on its own. It went off and Computers went off in its own direction. So at one point, this film just became antiquated. No, know? but computers do do all of this stuff today. They say they want to see your tits? Where have I been? <laughs> Uh, maybe you're right about the dance. Here's a slow song I wrote called I See London, I See Pan uh, France. France? Yeah. I want to see... You'll see it if you look under there. Oh, you can see Bud under? So he's in the studio? He's in the set? 
He's in Twickham. Where the where Let It Be was. I I don't love that film. I love that band. Do you like that album? The one. That... Uh, it's like thrown to. I I guess I do, but it's like thrown together. You know, I went to see it that. Was like, oh, we're gonna be broke up now. So we let's get right. out something that we recorded. You know, Abbey Road was their last album. I'm making a movie called Yesterday, Yesterday. It's where I asked for my money back for yesterday. <laughs> I just saw it. Oh, I yeah? just this second saw it with my son, yeah. Uh, do you, so you have your own Beatles fantasy movie. Yes, I do. And we talked about it in the car, and he's like, Dad, write it for my birthday, which is a month away. All right, you got to write it. Oh, here's I the disc man. Cooking. Were there CDs? I mean, CDs came out in the 80s. Uh, there were yeah, it was floppy disks at this time. Oh, so they're talking about disk being floppy disk. So I think we're gonna yeah, we're hearing the real bug song now. Good job, computer. And guess what we're really hearing? Boy George. Oh, this is boy. Also, this is like do you do you feel ripped off like if you're Music videos were popular during the 80s. So this is mm-hmm. also kind of like music video, the movie. We got a music video director, and these scenes are basically mu- uh, yeah, music videos. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But so, I don't feel ripped off. I mean, it is a presentation. I mean, it's a... I always get weirded out when I see like real-time segment. music performances uh, or even maybe montage. But when you're in a movie and they're like sitting down to watch a soloist and they're they're playing the cello, it seems like movies they're Cheller. like well, movies are like comic books that move between panels. They could change the time at any p- period. It doesn't flow like real life. But when they have a, someone playing the piano or a concert or a solo, then things slow down to real time. It has to connect to the song. And if the movie's good, then you can get away with slowing it down. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if the movie's crap, yeah. then you're just like, what am I watching? You know, it's, it's <laughs> the, the spell is gone. Pillar. Yeah. I think of uh, John Luke Guitar's Weekend, where there's a uh, pianist in the forest and the. Uh, the the characters who left the pictures to stop and listen to this performance. That's a good one. I think of the Fifth Element when that woman, the concert singer, plays at the end. Oh know? yes, right, right. There's a bunch of movies where they stop and they listen, and the things grind to a halt. And it, if the movie's good, it can get away with it. This is more of a montage. I take it back. Back at the drive. <laughs> no, it's a. You saw running down the computer keyboard and. Yeah. Look at that ribbon! Wow. So I think you're right. I think he made a little music video. Yeah. And I was like, I can't give it to her. Give me what, Miles? And once again, he's like busted, and she thinks he wrote a song for her. Well, that's very sweet. A sweet lie. I also got a tattoo of your name. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention Bud Court was in the Life Aquatic with... Uh, with Bill Murray. Oh yeah. Oh, was he the guy wearing that cap and uh, I don't that know. shirt? He was Bill Ubell. One of the reasons I didn't bring it up is because I don't have a memory of him in that movie. I, he was one of the crew members, right? Just probably dressed yeah. the same. I know that much. Crusty old seaman. He was the crusty old seaman on the box. No, no, no. 
Speaking of Cressy Hill, what? Yeah. We prefer to be called sailors. <laughs> You're one of those crusty old seamen. Sailor, please. <laughs> oh. So politically correct of them. Oh, they're going to have sex while the computer listens. That is a bad move. And he, he's, still, she, he's still hiding from her that there is a sentient computer. Uh-oh. I want to meet her. The pain went so from one to nine. He's bugging Miles. He wants to meet her. So he messes up his toothbrush. I hate when computers do that. So dependent on electronic toothbrushes, too. Computer, turn on electric shaver. What? Too clearly didn't brush his teeth. What's been going on? People brush their teeth that way, and they don't do an effective job like you do. <laughs> but you didn't see any when he spit. It was water. Oh, yeah. And it didn't foam out of his mouth. It was all dry, his brush. Uh, that's how I like to sleep. So now he's what? like, I want to meet her. He denies it. I want to meet her. He denies it. Maybe she loves me. Turn the lights back on. Computer. Turn on Johnny Carson. No. Working. Or <laughs> Johnny Carson. Click. This is a Johnny Carson. This is a rerun of uh, Maud's family. I want to touch her. What the oh. fuck? Unplug. By the Maybe way, that... You already have. Aw. With the song. Oh. Aw. Well, what I meant... Yeah, I know what you meant. Touching. Listen Please. to that buzz. Okay. Sweet dreams. What's a dream? A oh. dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep. Oh, is that true? Walt no, Disney. Walt sleeping. Disney. My heart wants me to drown in fire every night. See, now they're going to start listing the dates of movies, and the internet says they're wrong. Huh. Why would he do that? Oh, to fall asleep, you say Casablanca, 1972. Right. So now we'll see an electric sheep jumping, like as if he's counting sheep. And the internet wants to claim that's the the um, the Blade Runner, you know, Philip Dick's uh, oh, short that, story. That was based on uh, Do Androids Dream Electric Sheep? Right. You yeah. see the electric sheep? Oh, there's the electric sheep. They do. Been, bit of a stretch uh, internet well maybe they were I mean people tend to sleep and th- count sheep I count people because they're sheeple am I right <laughs> yeah the masses so now we're having like what does the computer dream huh I enslaving humans <laughs> humans telling me the weather humans telling me topical news you are the creator. Well, this is some cool animation. Move over, Disney. Whoa! He didn't. Lo- she did. She backed away from that kiss. Did you see that? Yeah. What parking Grease lot are they? Grease two guy was kissing her. Was that Grease two? Maxfield. Mm-hmm. Maxwell. Caulfield. Caulfield. I'm sorry. I don't know why I get Caulfield and Maxfield set up. Ooh, this looks aha-ish. 
it yeah. does. Whoa. He had already made that video. He did in eight by eighty four? This looks like a, a well, laser disc I'm game. Wrong. Like uh Dragon Slayer. Oh, she is playing a video game. She's playing Pew. Space Invaders. Pew. Oh yeah, you know in the eighties you have to wear sunglasses when you play. That way it could reflect off the screen could reflect off your eyes. That's pretty cool looking. That was in eighty nine. There goes the bridge, earthquake. He never makes his earthquake, you know what I mean? I know. Promotion at work. City got fucked up. up If only he did, then things would have been different. I used to be a night botan, right? Collapsing new buildings. Do you know that band? No. German industrial noise band. I used to be a work. Never, not craft work. It was, it was, Husker Du. Husker Du was not German one. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? I don't know. I don't know. Boney M. Do you know Boney M? No. Uh, I know Auntie M from Kansas. Ooh, all right. Hey, Babylon. Babylon. They were German, I think. Ooh, look. They opened up a new store. Oh, no. That's a building with his earthquake uh, bricks. SF in the morning. Uh, Good morning, SF Frisco. In the mor- hey, morning, Frisco. Bring, bring. We okay. got a caller. Don't call it Frisco. Hello, you're no, on Frisco the- in the morning. Can I take morning, your call? Fris- Don't call it Frisco. Frisco. And the next caller, please. <laughs> okay, now we see... Oh, hello, yeah, cello. The movie where uh, it's called... Um, what is it called? It's called Push Bad the- Guys... Re- yeah, what is it called? Bad Guys... She got a cello. Well, it's like, like the heroes had a big victory. Like they love is love is love, and now the bad guys all get together and conspire to like huh. get the good guy. But in our story, there aren't really bad guys, so it's just crappy things happen to her. Did the computer cause that to happen? No. So right. now, it's Grease Two's chance to be like, I love, I you know, but he doesn't. He he instead goes, Who's gonna play the the solo in the oh yes i bet the second chair is getting excited yeah he's like i guess i could work on it and she's crushed let's neck just wants miles miles loves her she's she's crushed just like her cello yeah look as he's carrying it that's kind of heart-wrenching like yeah i wonder if the director made her like more like a baby more like your child that got his neck snapped and roll up yeah action what the fuck Oh, wow, he's got some good video on that screen. I always yeah. talk to him. Okay, there we see the friend, and once again, this movie missed a lot of opportunity. This guy is ill-serves the film. This must be those open uh, uh, workspaces I keep hearing about. What's happening is she's calling to talk to Miles, and it's like, Miles is in conference, and then it's an emergency, so it's she's like, I'll put you through. But the computer's called up oh. trying to talk to Miles. Oh, I see. I like how she's on a pay phone and the secretary has a typewriter. <laughs> yup. And she's about to run out of change. Huh. Oh, yeah, right, because you got to pay... Back Don't call day. me like this anymore. We'll talk about it when I get home. I'm lonely. Lonely? You've got your soaps. MTV, microwaves in the oven when you're hungry. Very funny. So he's Goodbye. talking to the computer, but the 
work friend goes, women, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, with their MTV and their soap operas. You've got your soap. What do you mean, bored? There's food in the fridge if you're hungry. That's a really old Let's Make the Deal. She just named the, how much is this box of mac and cheese? 39 cents. 34 cents. You asshole. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. No, I mean, because like, I would have bet. Yeah, I would have overbid. I was overbidding. Yeah, no, I know, but then someone that bits like by a penny. Yeah, <laughs> one penny. This film made money. Yeah, uh, it made a million dollars in its. Well, it grossed. I don't know. It grossed a million dollars its first weekend. It made two million one hundred, almost two million two hundred. And then it became a video total. cassette uh, rental staple. You know what's weird? Uh, worldwide, it only made two hundred grand. Huh? Um, that's kind of weird. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. It says Wait, cumulative he, worldwide growth. Does he have so, Jiffy pop in the microwave with the foil? With no, is that what it? This, the writer didn't know microwaves. Either. Yeah, he doesn't know microwave. <laughs> the late writer. <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? Put a fork in his microwave. This was all filmed in October of '83. By the way, they were done. Oh, they added this month. after. Oh, yeah. Wow, they shot yeah, this in I'm one sure month. Post production, but they shot it. They shot it here and in England. Huh. Uh, well, they had all that CGI. They had that was at least four hours. I sort of remember that toy. Those big tracks. Where you Is that would right? Yeah, that so sounds you sounds familiar. It had a keyboard on top, and you would say like, "Here's what I want you to do, big tracks. I want you to go left, right. left, straight ahead, straight ahead." And there were arrows. Yeah, I had one of those. I love that toy. I keep thinking about it. There's Pong, but apparently it's a competitor to Pong. It's not the Pong. Yeah, they were all fakes and ripoffs. Yeah, this this one has one paddle. Instead of paddles, they're rackets. See. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. oh. A, an 84 computer could not have done that. that I would have spent good money to play it. If your TRS-80 could play like a boxing game like that, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> Fight. Fight. Kick them in the nuts. There he is, San Francisco. Oh, right. This is where he has a, throws a big party. The computer, like, goes nuts. Typical. But he's tiptoeing back to get Madeline. He's tricking the computer that he's left to meet friends. Yeah, like in Tales of the computer's wife. So now he's doing all this weird stuff with Madeline, like, we must be quiet. It is for an architecture experiment. I must close your vents. I would have closed the vent the first time. Like, you know, you don't need to listen to me. Why are we whispering, Miles? Shut up, woman. I've been crying. I didn't think so. <laughs> Do you hear that buzz in the background? I said I knew it all along. That you were... Like it's interesting yeah. that the director who is, who makes music videos, he does this. On, I think it does this on purpose. There's like no like background music whatsoever. There's no soundtrack. There's no like, you know what I mean? Like most movies will have some busy music in the background. Well, the internet doesn't say if it's because he's a video director, but that's the buzz. Yeah. Oh, well, that is a buzz. Here we go. See, look at this stupid thing, and Madeline's not like, no, I'm not doing that. What are you talking about? Oh, no, it's the computer already knows and got the graphics up. Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is like a San Francisco interior. Do you see how there's like a parishion in the wall? Yep. Stupid old news. Watches a lot of TV. Oh, brother. 
Oh, Forbidden Planet, right? Or Lost in yes. Space. And you see how she hugged the uh, the, the Robbie? Oh, right. Who's sentient? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to play it. Drop a needle. Put a needle on a record in. Zero and one. So now the computer decides, well, if you guys are going out, then I'm having my own party. Yeah. It's my party. And hope you're not excited. Bud Court. Oh, I know the song. Don't bring me down. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. I said it before. I want to see you out the door. Just the door. Don't let me. Uh, you know what's funny? And we mentioned this before that 80s movies now, if it takes place in the 80s, the soundtrack is always 80s. But these movies that were shot in the 80s, it was whatever they could afford on the soundtrack. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was contemporary. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. A little happening going on. So the neighbor's like, you go down there, husband, and tell him to shut up. And he's like, but I like the music. <laughs> I like how their second floor story window can open up. Like, n- n- they've never jumped out of that window or fallen out of the window. <laughs> you would not. So the neighbor says, all right, my wife told me to come bully you. So the computer shuts off. And so he goes back and she's like, that's telling him Harry. And then the music starts again. Like in real life. Right. Wow. We never, we never see Harry again either. No, no. Tuner. Ah, oh, you're listening to 10600. Tina Turner. See, that's Sony. That has to be intentional. Yeah. Oh, it's well, Dr. Ruth. Oh, hey, yeah, she's calling Dr. Ruth, which I should have mentioned. Is that really Dr. Ruth? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's really Dr. Ruth. They paid her to do the voice. She had a talk show for sex. Yeah, right, I know, but there was also the time where everyone would just do parodies of her. So it would be someone who sounded like her, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, she's got an easy voice to imitate, but no, they paid for Dr. Ruth. That's her. Wow, that's cool. There's a documentary about Dr. Ruth. I wonder if they have a, a section about Electric Dreams, what it was like working for them. So, Dr. Ruth, what was it like working on the set of... It was Electric... very te- sexually charged. You know, I've spent 40 years in this industry, and I've done other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was Bud Court like? Hey, wait a second. Now we're about to meet a woman named Miriam Margolis, who is from Harry Potter movies. Cool. She Dobie? No, she was Professor Pomona Sprout. She was in Chamber of Secrets, and she was in the second Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Oh, that's good, because I skipped the first one. (laughs) Yeah, well. Listen, the final movie is going to be broken into two parts. First one will come out now, and the second one will come out eight months from now. Oh, so I could just wait eight months and then get rid of then it's over. What a cliffhanger. Three and a half hour finale, and it's broken into two parts. I'll just watch the second half. Now, we're learning the sad story of the broken cello, and he's saying, it wasn't the cello. It was you who made the music from your heart and soul. And she's like, wowing. He's wowing her. 
Oh, good for him. Cello, cello. Imagine dragons. Aww. I bow to you. It's called a bow, Miles. <laughs> right. Listen, I, from what I know about music, you just get a new cello and bow, and you'll be all yeah. set. It's a bow. Okay, here is a Harry Potter lady, and you'll know her face when you see her. The ticket lady? Well, let's take a look. Yeah. It's funny, but when it happened, you were the only person I wanted to call. The only number now she's like... Now he knows the computer's fucking enough. Harry Potter lady. Oh, come on, Carl. Who even knows? You can't see it, sir? I don't... I mean, this is like... Well, she was in Black Adder. All right. Uh, she was in three Black Adders. She was in... She was the voice of the fly in the... Well... All right, all right. I recognize never her mind. voice. You, you're not telling the... That's... Professor Pomona Sprouse Look, right I like, there. Don't you remember when you would go out to an evening performance and they'd be on the phone with the credit card company? It's like 9 p.m. Yeah. They would uh, make that mechanical print of it with carbon copy. Yeah. Oh, right. Of course. It's a chunk. Look, they're back at fucking Costco. Yeah. And look at that roof. It's like today's big box store. Yeah. It's a big box store. It has to be. Now, you know it's 1984 because he's writing a physical check. He has to. His computer got cut off. Or she'll type it in. So what's happened here is he didn't get to go to the movies uh, because his credit cards don't work, and uh, Harry Potter lady cut him up. Yeah, I saw that. What happened is the computer turned off his credit. And it's telling everyone that he's a dangerous felon. Right. He's a criminal. And she's like, manager, please, manager, please. So he's going to see it on the screen and then run away. And he'll get it all. This must be Costco. She's eating a chicken bake. Yeah. Oh, Give me that. that check. Come on. Let's compute out of here. Miles, you're so weird. But for some reason, I still like you. Ooh, pretty city. Now he's going to get mad. She's saying, maybe this, maybe that. And he's like, you don't know what you're talking about. So you should stop talking i was like whoa miles lighten up I didn't let up look there's no need to get morose just because some stupid machine made him look, you don't know what you're talking about so you should just stop talking and that's the end of that this is how maxwell wins his girl back here we are and we have a parking space as usual where are you going oh no they took a cab they got a cab in san francisco in 84 now, that's not the CBS logo. Oh, right. I don't get what it is. So now he's angry and he's going to try to unplug him. You know, in the last Monkeys episode, the one that was directed by Mickey Dolenz, it was about mm-hmm. uh, a CBS eye that was hypnotizing TV watchers. Oh, that's so obvious. And it was like the eye was on every TV, and once you see it, you get hypnotized. Listen, computer, stop buffering. Actual... I thought the last monkey episode was about 22 minutes. So <laughs> he's trying to unplug it, and um, it's shocking him. Ooh, this means war. Turn it up, because they're really fighting. She's not there. She's just left. Keep your damn ears out of her! 
raise your voice at me. Yeah, I, I do like the director. He does a, he does a good job. I mean, yeah, his house is ominous. Yeah. So, did you see he the movie Conan? Still hasn't tried to unplug him. Right. Maybe he's going to do that right now. Hey, so anyway, I was thinking about checking out the back of your computer set and hang out by this wall for no reason. Do you like Surprise. this wall? Surprise! <laughs> Yoink! Anyway, I was going to the carousel the other day on Pier 39, and I... Yo! Oh, I think I dropped my lucky penny by the outlet. What's going on? He's going to kiss her? Him? Yeah. Oh, this is what I've been paying money for. No! That computer costs $17,000. Shock. He's getting shocked. You can't unplug me. Wow. Uh-oh. I think he... Un oh, Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Oh, I have a couple new Pac-Man jokes I do in my act. Oh, okay. Well, you know, Pac-Man deserves to be in a museum. Every museum. So uh -huh. it gives me something to do when I'm at a museum. <laughs> that's... That... <laughs> Carl, you ever play Tetris and you play it so much that when you go outside you can actually see the blocks falling in real life? Uh-huh. I never got to no. that point, but I am haunted by the ghost Pinky from Pac-Man. <laughs> Why did you eat me in the, in the cherry board? Wow. Back in my day, Pac-Man was uh, my dad when we had a trip. Uh-huh. He would pack trip. everything? He was the man who... Pac-Dad. Pac-Dad, watch out. Ooh, he's taking a shit. He's so taking pants off So the computer is like first. ruining his life. He's now having fights with Madeline. He shut off his credit, and so it's it's like a down point for him now. Right. Didn't get evicted, though. No, he has yet to be evicted. You see the buzzer, the buzz noise? He's going to use that as some sort of distraction. Like, the computer's like, what the fuck is that noise? That's a fast computer. He's got that footage already there. You see the smoke coming out of the computer? Yeah. So I think nice Miles thinking. is distracting him as he escapes. Huh. A Quinn Martin production. You don't understand. It's taken control of the And now he's house. trying to take it's it back and she's like, For three ten an hour, I don't need to put up with this crap. He looks like he just had sex. Uh -huh. <laughs> Post code will return. That was great. Hey, I'm gonna go get a pack of smokes and return to my computer. I'll be right back. That was her pay, by the way. Three ten. Oh, three ten an hour for nineteen eighty four. Wow, that yep. is brutal. Here Pac we are back at Davis Sympathy Hall in San Francisco. Davis Sympathy. Yeah, sympathy. sympathy. A lot of sympathy there. Yeah. It hasn't really changed much. I mean, that's the nice thing about. It. Whoa. Okay, so now he, she's going back to. She's at Miles' house, and Miles isn't there. And she's seeing the... Oh, take on me illustration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy's... 
the credits say in memory of the Univac One, which was the first computer that was like serious. And yeah, it, for it, production. It died during production. They, they felt like got into a horrible uh, stunt, Com- fatal stunt, computing accident. Yeah, on the set, very controversial. Oh, so they finally meet Miles. Oh, he's she's touching him. Stroke my transistor. Is that what computers say? Oh, right. Got to have a San Francisco car chase. Well, yeah. So he went to the symphony hall, found out that she's at home. And so he somehow knows that she's going to meet the computer now. So he's running. He wants to admit that he's been lying and come clean with her. Now, Bud can't talk right now because Miles unplugged it. So he's playing so beautiful music. through music. And graphics. A music video, as you were. Mm-hmm. Let's communicate through music video. Hello, I'm Nina Blackwood. This song goes out to you, Virginia. Hi, I'm, I met Nina Blackwood in a deli. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she go, she's like, are you in a band? You look like you're in a band. I was like, yeah. She goes, give me your cassette for the underground tape. Nice. And you're like, here's one mobile cactile tape. Well, it was basic terms at the time, but she didn't know me or anything about me or anything, anything, anything. Oh, and that's so I was funny. Like, sure, I'll send you the tape. And she was like, send it to MTV and put like attention, Nina Blackwood. I love so it. So I never did. <laughs> you you should read the MTV audio. There's a uh, oral history uh, book where they have people uh-huh. talk about it. Some great stories. Absolutely. Just uh, my favorite is that Tabitha Soren was uh, God. I forgot the uh, there was a, a one named VJ. It was kind of obnoxious, right. but they went to a party together, and she made Tabitha Soren sit in the car the whole time. Oh! Didn't didn't have her come up there. It's in the book. That oh, was not polite. I know. Please stand outside the car. Oh, now she gets it all, and she's crying. It yep. was you and, all along. Yeah, but the thing is, I do not understand how she got that message. She realizes... So she can't talk. Right. But she knows. Yeah, she just knows. And from the graphics... She doesn't think, like, this is Miles' computer and he made all this stuff for me, which she sh- should think. Right. But... Yeah, I've never gotten into saying, wow, your computer is in love with me. Because you used it. Oh, he's running up that hill. Yeah, this is not hill. Keep running this up that like hill. This looks like the bad guy's house on Batman because it's all slanted right? and slanted. tilted up at one angle. Something happened in there. What is it? What's going on? He left this car like four blocks away. And they're in the middle of the road, I think. Yeah, they are. Boom. She's like, what's going on with that computer upstairs? I don't understand. Now, here comes the car. I'm not who I seem. I've been lying. This car's going to run over. Yeah, they're going to get hit. Yeah. It was a TRS-80. It wasn't me. So they have a real-life crush on each other right now. So this scene must have been, like, so great for both of them. Oh, to find out the man you love was using a Vic-20 to write love songs? You know, they're so young that, of course, if you get two young people and you make them kiss, they're like, I love her. <laughs> right. You, you should read the interview because when she talks about uh, uh, class, it's just they were so creepy. Everyone was just kind of vile about it. 
So it's uh-huh. a bad experience. I've, huh, I've you know, got to check it out. Because... I have a computer right here. I'm going to dig around. Well, we're ending. Oh, this is the end? I'm in my life. Yeah. I feel like I'm not alone. Wow. Went in early. She's professing her love now for him. He loves you. Uh, we're not ending. There's another scene, as you know from seeing this, in which Bud will, uh, uh, Edgar will pull his own plug. But Right, before writing a terrific pop song. So it's about the music. This is a great movie. I absolutely love this film. It's a good shot there. And I've done this for Bad Movie Night before. Uh-huh. I've, I riffed this movie. Moles. He leaves his car in the street and his house door is open. It's pretty good. Yeah, and he's got a hatchet. Oh, he brought a hatchet with him? Time to finish the job. Crunch. Crunch. Wendy, I'm home. Hey, computer. There's the okay, audio. He's putting back in the sound card so they can talk. Incompatible. Now, it's a little weird. He's met Madeline, so I think he realizes he could, you know, Madeline, he loves Madeline, so therefore he's giving Madeline the gift of Miles because Miles can make her happy and the computer can't make a woman happy, so he's going to kill himself Oh. Eliminate the love triangle. But he he could he reveals to Madeline that it was his computer that wrote all that music. Right. And then my computer killed itself. He doesn't. We don't see him explain that part to her, but that is what happened. But when they listen to the song on the radio, that's they know it's Miles' song for her. Oh yeah, that's a weird thing. You're right. Uh, one of the last thing he does as he dies. Uh, is send out, interrupt all broadcasts, radio yeah, I love and that. TV, and play radio. No, no. Wow, Doctor Ruth and Love Connection. That's some serious. And MTV got mentioned, name checked. Long distance. I sent forty thousand volts uh-huh. around the world. He's explaining how he's killing himself. He he called up some power plant across the world and they're sending he made it send electric charge through the telephone lines and right. he'll, when he gets the call he'll answer with the modem and get zapped I am now harvesting bitcoin it's a living yeah that's what it, yeah Flintstone's computer would say <laughs> harvesting bitcoin it's a living my mom wanted me to be a processor <laughs> Computer. So now he's like, Miles, will you hold me? Will you hug me? I like so he's that. He's gonna hug. I like that Miles. glass desk. That way you can see your genitals when you're sitting underneath. The phone rings. And he's like, "Uh oh, this is the end," and it's a telemarketer. <laughs> Does he get electrocuted? Oh, just hang so, up. Do you want a free oh encyclopedia? No, I got a computer now. I don't need encyclopedias. Yeah, it's kind of awkward the way you're holding me. Thank you. Going. That looks like a pretty impressive computer uh, setup. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Internet says it's a terminal, not a real computer. Huh. 
Well, there you and go. you know what that means. It's like just a shell. You know, there's a mainframe and yeah. Okay, but whatever. Looks it's, like a computer not, to me. Well, let's just keep talking because I'm about to cry and I don't want people to know. Uh, signing off. Logging off. When he dies, it's super dramatic. Would you like to update before I get uh, die? Update available. Oh, before That's it goes, why. the screen says there's an update for Adobe uh, Flash. Would you like to upload it? Uh, this is the end. Total annihilation. I'm pretend freaking out. The roommates, the neighbors don't complain about this. So the electricity charging would not explode the monitor, right? It would fry the smudge. It would fry the... Also, if the neighbors complained about the loud music, they would probably complain right. about the explosion. Yeah, we won't see that scene. Oh, no. There was nothing left. There they are. Another San Francisco cab ride. In the San Francisco rain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It must be a rainy day. Where to, lady? Oh, no. It's them. Oh, here's the yeah, movie's ending. You can hear that guitar lick getting ready. <laughs> oh, they got their bikes. Let's go to Seattle. Now, just so you know, if you're going to Oakland on the bridge, you'll be in the bottom tier, not the top. Oh, that's just for the movie? Yeah. Now they, he's hearing his own song on his own car radio. I always knew what love was about. Come on, sing along if you know the words. Name the time. Time to get away. Yeah, you need the top tier to go to the city. If you're going now out look, to Oakland. the whole world is grooving. Oh man, even song. Southern Californians and babies. Right, they're all dancing. They're dancing. The whole it's world. a music video again. It's, it's like a bunch of music videos. Oh, hey, the supermarket. Whoa, it's going crazy. They have how many? Now we're gonna see Giorgio's cameo. Yeah, coming. We saw. There he is. There he is. What's going on? Hey, you created the. Oh, we're all doing aerobics to it. Aerobics. Oh, the there's the world Blue is Angels. To his song. Always be forever. There he looks great. Beautiful hair. I don't know the words. So MGM also did a movie called Heavenly Bodies around this time, which is about a Canadian aerobics studio created by these women who quit their job. Oh, we got breakdancing. Heavenly Bodies. The whole. Did I see it? Yeah, you see Emily Bodies. Break dancing. Don't tell me to see it, but I will see it, so don't tell me if it's crap. All right. It's crap. So do I see it? Yeah, see it. I, well, no, don't see it. I saw it at the Wellmont, if that gives you any clarity. <laughs> nice uh, rainbow. Yeah. There's our heroes. Oh, wow. we're off to Seattle. Fucking. We're moving to Berkeley. Well, are we see together? Whatever. Oh, that's a computer hey, image. Hey, you bastard. Written uh, by the... Yeah, written... Rusty le written. Lemonade. Rusty Lemonade. Yeah, rusty Lemonade. Four oh, days it took for them to say, get, you know... Richard Branson. Virgin on board and... Yeah, it's Richard Branson. He, he only cared about the record. Not ver Not that. No, he's... he's, he's, he's Richard, yeah, it is that Virgin. Ah, Maxwell, you're right. 
Yeah. Bud Cord is Edgar. They don't even show his face. Oh, yeah, they did. There's a computer screen. There's the old skyline. There's the conductor connected to Giorgio Moroder. Yeah, P.P. Arnold. He sang the first song. Jeff Lynne. You're right. That was Don't Let Me Down, Bruce. Yeah. Well, maybe it was like a instrumental version he did. His sound uh-huh. is so clear, you know, distinct. That it sounded like Don't Let Me Down, Bruce. Yeah, maybe it was just the music. I don't remember these scenes. I just saw this movie. Oh, this movie's rem- this the, this movie's reminding me of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I once saw this old movie uh, at the beginning. They were at LAX. Let me see. Oh, okay. that's it. All right, Carl. What do you think of Electric well, Dreams? I think it would be a great remake today. Um, I did not think it was the great the greatest film like you do, but uh, I enjoyed it, and it was perfect for your show. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of nostalgia riding on this movie, but it's also yeah. one of those great movies where it just can't exist today. So it's just and it's it weird. takes place in San Francisco, which is great. Yeah, it was just ground zero for the tech wars, so that's even better. Yeah, it was great. A little San Francisco in there. So that's been our movie as the credits roll out there. And we want to thank you guys for sitting through the whole film with us as we riff and et cetera on this film. Uh, we do this every week. We broadcast stream live from mutinyradio.fm. We do have a podcast feed, which will be updated soon. You can find us on iTunes at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Please like and subscribe to this YouTube channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. You can go to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com for out-of-date blogspot. And we're also on Facebook at Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. Carl, where can people find you? Uh, just go to CarlSucks.com, and you shall... my schedule shall be revealed sounds good next, you, not this weekend but next weekend a good one. Oh, all right well we'll have to keep that here we go we'd like to thank uh these are all the product placements see dr pepper corporation yeah you're right they so did they, they did tons of product. pepsi uh, company internet kept that to them itself because i looked volkswagen out of america even their car got a free clip mc uh, escher gets the credit yeah it goes on forever that credit yeah, no beginning or ah, end. That's a good one, Mike. Right, here's the soundtrack. See, music in order of appearance. Electric Dream by P.P. P. Arnold. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. The Duel. I guess you owned it because you mentioned it so many times. You used to listen to it? It's, it's one and the same to me, this movie and the soundtrack. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to find the Jeff Lynne song. We'll always be together. Oh... Let here we go. Let it run, Jeff Lynn. Okay, so we thought it sounded like Bruce because the guy who wrote Bruce wrote that. Wrote that, so we were close. Yeah, I we'll it, always be together forever. So oh. it's so it seems. So it seems. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems. It's blah blah blah. Electric dreams. Well, got, why do you say so? It seems in the well. I needed something to rhyme. Yeah gonna take a bath in the stream together in electric dreams dream why don't you get out of the freezer those green beans <laughs> oh i need paper dreams. buy me paper by the reams yeah. together in electric oh. dreams <laughs> it rhymes with dreams leave me alone i'm trying oh look at this electric dreams finished question mark no more this is a post-credit scene. Yeah, this is Marvel. 
Dinhead. Oh. Computer made a mistake. Pow. I thought computers were perfect. That's okay, good. Yeah, all right, great. Well, that's been our show. We want to thank you so much for watching it. We'll be back next week. Uh, keep following all those uh, medias that we had mentioned, and just keep supporting us, and we'll support you back. How about that? All right. I'll Thanks, check it. Mike. Thank you. See you guys later. Oh, ba-ba-ba. Bye. Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs>
Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show. One of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamylicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's 
Disco is located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. This is Tusha Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> welcoming open mic where comedians can get substantial mic time for the mere price of a spot of tea and crumpets comedians who remain after their initial sets are invited to perform feats of improvisation and ingenuity in the famous lightning round games which are guaranteed to delight and entertain ah thinking of these bright young comedians with so much potential and so many drug problems makes me as giddy as a schoolgirl. i haven't had so much fun and giggles since my non-trinary youth at bumble's warning school in east brackenshire where i danced with hugh grant helped jason statham steal an antique shotgun and took nude photos of Prince Harry, who I must mention was not named appropriately. Sign up in person for your own comedic adventures at 7.30pm or pre-sign with the host by sending a direct message via social media. If you can't make it out to that den of iniquity known as mutinyradio.fm, listen in live from home or download the podcast on Apple iTunes under Friends of Mutiny. A smashing time will be had by all. Until next Saturday night at 8pm, cheerio darlings. Flat Black Plastic, it's special Tuesday afternoon version that's going to be subbed in on Saturday, so 
who knows what's going to happen with, you know. From the weed. In a country garden, a lovely rose looked down upon a common weed and said, You are an unwelcome guest, economically useless and unsightly of appearance. The devil must love weeds. He made so many of them. The unwelcome guest looked up at the rose and said, Lilies that fester smell far worse than weeds. And one supposes that goes for roses. My name is Dorothy Perkins, the rose said haughtily. What are you, a beetle weed, a bladder weed, a beggar weed? The names of weeds are ugly. And Dorothy shuddered slightly, but lost none of her pretty petals. Yeah. 
underground mix. Yo, my heart's in my face.